Well, you guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. You didn't do your strange face. <laughs> welcome to Ghosted Stories. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. I didn't do which strange face. Oh, the, fa- the, the intro face like, I do? Yeah. Normally what happens is like we're mid-sentence and I'm like, anyway, so what I told him was, and you go, oh, welcome to Ghosted Stories, everybody. <laughs> and it always takes me off guard. Well, I'm glad that um, I could make you feel more comfortable today, Aaron. I like it. I mean, and- I love I love them both ways. So. <laughs> And you know who else hopefully feels comfortable? It's our guest today, Liz McGee. Hello, Liz. Hi. Well, we're obviously going to dive into Liz's ghosted story. We're going to learn more about her and, you know, how she feels about ghosts. Do you have any ghost stories, like as in dead people haunting you? No. (sighs) All right, that's fine. That's not a prerequisite. We just welcome them, you know, if it's something that Um, is part of your life also. I, I haven't, no, I haven't met like a real ghost, but my mom is obsessed with Halloween Oh, see, so um, I. But like to like her place is just like spooky all year round. Like you go and there's like skulls and stuff. Huh? Like the last time I just was like on like in July. Yeah, just wow. like she's gonna have a haunted mansion theme room. Oh, and that's stuff. so exciting. Yeah, but oh, like, I love that. Last time I was over, I like went up to one of the bathrooms and there was like a bloody shower curtain, and I just wasn't ready to see that. <laughs> Um, so I like, sc- like I get like spooked going to my mom's home. Um, so like she loves ghosts and all of that. Like we've been on some dumb ghost tours, but like mm-hmm. nothing is really resonated. Nothing, yeah. Nothing has really stuck with you. Yeah. No one's like spoken your name. No, no ghost has like approached you in the night. I haven't given met you Casper. a message from beyond. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Um, well you can still stay. We'll still talk about okay, dating good. ghosts. Good. And first though. Let's do some topical shit. Yes. We have a listener email. This is Katie wrote in. Um, She says some nice things about us, which is very nice. Thank you, Katie, for listening. And she says, I'd also like to add a crazy little not ghosted story that you might find interesting. And if not, I apologize. No need to apologize, Katie. Just the fact that you wrote an email to us is interesting. in every email they write. I know, right? I'm sorry. Sorry for this email. Sorry. Bye. I'm sorry for existing. Yeah. I had to go through, I always go through after I write an email and I erase the word just because yes. I write just every, I'm like, I'm just, uh, da, da, da. and I, it's always like 12 paragraphs of qualifiers to get to the thing. And now I just, am like, I delete it all. And um, it's just like, here's why I'm writing. We, uh, I'm sorry, this is a little off topic, but no, I have, no, I I have a sketch group called All Female Reboot. Mm-hmm. And in oh, one yeah. of our sketches, That's we, we yeah, but we, we do like our, the female take on popular male dominated movies. And we have a sketch of The Shining and she goes to the, uh, like to this retreat to write an email without using an exclamation mark. <laughs> and she goes crazy and kills her family. <laughs> Um, that's so good and that's we so have funny. we have the just that in there too because we have like well there was a woman that used to do this and she was trying to you you know use the word <laughs> just and she killed her family <laughs> um, it is the hardest thing it to is do. really hard and it's hard to even do because i'm the same way and it's hard to even just write it without using those qualifiers I even when I try to do that, I realize that I still do it and have to go back and edit because I try to also just consciously instead of going back to edit it, simply write oh, yeah. the email the correct way without so many qualifiers the first time around. And it's very hard. I babysit for a lawyer and she will just like text me and just use a period. And I'm like, is she mad at me? <laughs> yeah. And she's not. She's no. just saying what she needs to say in she, a professional way. Right. And I'm like, she's, I think just she's being a mad person. at me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, oh, the period. I mean, adding a period is so aggressive, though. But it's, it's, it's not, though. But it I mean, is. It isn't, yeah. But also, just text me and don't put any and don't punctuation. Put any don't punctuation, put any punctuation yeah. unless it's an exclamation mark. <laughs> unless you're excited to talk to me. Yeah. I yeah no I just write it and then I go back and edit because it's too hard I think in the moment. Right. Yeah. And then but then I go back and I read it. I'm like yes. Yeah. And then I have my old thing that I don't know if we talk about here, but it was like uh, WWC. What would Chad do? It used to be what would Taylor do, but then I have a female <laughs> friend in Taylor. Where it's like, would the average white man do this? Do this. Uh-huh. I love. And that. if he would, then I also do it. I love that. And then if he wouldn't, yeah, then I don't. It's a. It's great. I think okay. it's a great benchmark. Well, it's great for like writing too, because so many times you get to the, you know, you're a writer too, but you like get to the point where you're like. 90% done with something and mm-hmm. I'm like would Chad submit I'm like Chad would submit this to Sundance so I'm like I'm gonna go ahead and send this to like <laughs> this one other person that's a great idea yeah and like I bet Chad comes every time he has sex you know oh, so, oh, oh for sure 100%. yeah oh wow that's, anyway, Chad I like definitely that. never also though revises emails. He doesn't have to because he doesn't no, write qualifiers to begin with time. and uses yeah, yeah, lots yeah. of periods. All right. So Chad has Katie's a four picture deal at Paramount. <laughs> 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 okay, Katie, uh, your email's already great. Please don't apologize. Yeah. So she says, I highly doubt anyone connected to the story knows any of the people involved. But even if they do, it's ancient history at this point. So I don't mind that my name is already out there. But for privacy's sake, I won't use anyone else's. Okay, here we go. I met and started dating my husband we can call him Derek, about eight years ago. Before he met me, he had dated this woman, let's call her Janice. Like these fake names, great (laughs) fake names, Katie, who had taken advantage of his loyalty and cheated on him a handful of times. By the time we started dating, she had left him alone for the most part, but somehow he found out that she had been seeing a married man. I don't remember the details, very clearly surrounding the circumstances of how Derek found out, but we can call this scumbag Roy. Okay. Derek knew this man and his whole family because we live in a smallish community where everyone knows everyone. Out of nothing but care for Roy's family, Derek got into Janice's Facebook account because she never changed her password from when they were together. He took screenshots of their conversations between Janice and Roy and sent them to Roy's wife. Along with the screenshots, Derek explained the situation to her and she was extremely grateful. She said that she had known for a while but had but never had any proof and that this was just what they needed to file for the divorce. So she and their children promptly left him. Then a year or two later, Janice and Roy got married. The night before the wedding, Derek received a picture of Janice and her wedding dress from an unknown phone number. He did not reply to the person who sent it, and we have no idea who it was to this day. I hope I didn't forget anything, but that's my crazy married cheater story. Hope it wasn't too long or boring. Stop apologizing, yeah. Katie. It was also not we long at all. It was like two minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's bizarro because also why is she wearing her wedding dress the night before the wedding right that's a good point i mean it's 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 strange that like of like i feel like when you're with somebody you know they're cheating even if you don't see that te- yeah. that yeah. exchange so i guess it must be like really reassuring to actually see the and proof like, but yeah, at the I'm same time if you're feeling that like leave yeah like if they're like once the trust is gone the relationship's dead right Mm -hmm. right um but i but sometimes yeah especially i think for women it takes like someone else to be like no here it is go right it's like okay okay i'm out you know (laughs) yeah right exactly to like actually see that proof no it's true because especially you know you don't want even if you have that feeling you don't want to believe it you almost want to maybe have proof that doesn't support it so you can be like okay no it's great he loves me i'm not crazy all right. But well, I think when you have kids, too. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think if they were just dating, it's easy to be like, oh, I don't really trust you. But when you have kids, you're like, oh, am I ready to really mess up these kids' lives? Have this be the thing they talk about in therapy. I mean, everyone I know has divorced parents. Yeah. It's, I think it's rare that I meet somebody with parents that are together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but I mean, I didn't hang out with a lot of comedians though. So <laughs> we're all broken people. So maybe that's not valid. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you should get out whenever you want to get out. I'm very yeah, yeah, pro divorce, yeah. but I think that, I don't know. Yeah. My sister just got engaged and like, I love them and you know, I, mm-hmm. they're in love and all of that, but they have only been dating for about a year. So yeah, on paper, I'm like, well, it's not a long time. But so what? They're going to get married and then they divorce if they yeah. want to. Long, long, right. Like, who cares? Right. It's not the end of the world. Everything is survivable as far as that goes. Right. Oh, I love when they're like, oh, back in the day, our grandparents never got divorced. I'm like, yeah, and our grandmothers were all miserable. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because you couldn't get divorced because you couldn't open a credit card or right. like sign a lease. So exactly. it's like, yeah, choice. this is much preferable right. to just like the quiet misery of the suburbs that existed in the 50s. Right. Yeah. And every time before then, actually, until I don't know when divorce became a thing. Right. Yeah. The good old days only really applies to straight white males. Yeah. They're like, remember <laughs> we couldn't snare a woman for the rest of her life yeah, and she had no option but to stay with us yeah no matter what we did <laughs> that was great can we talk about one stupid dating zeitgeisty invented I word before we get into the ghosted story so someone sent us this recently a new dating term so of course ghosted cute zeitgeisty word we have like breadcrumbing we've talked about benching zombieing and now there's stashing Oh God! And this is when the person you're dating fails you to introduce you. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds graphic. Stash their body <laughs> somewhere where their loved ones can never find <laughs> it. <laughs> Try it. Um, stashing is when the person you're dating fails to introduce you to anyone in their lives and basically hides you away <gasps> from their friends, friends and family. Stashers are able to play dumb about their commitment to the stashy and thus treat them poorly. What do you think? Has any of you guys ever been in a situation where you were dating someone who? it was obviously keeping you compartmentalized from the other people in your life. Oh yeah. I mean, well, do you guys watch Insecure? I yes. haven't watched it yet. Yeah, but I, mean, it's it's thing. I mean, Lawrence pulled that shit with that girl that really yes. liked him. She was so cute. Yeah. And she liked him so much. Um, yeah, to some extent, like there was one, like I, I had, I had a, a, a boyfriend in college and then we broke up and I was super sad because it was like first love. I was also on birth control and I didn't realize how sad it was making me. Yes. Mm. I've been there too where you don't realize it's affecting you. I was like in therapy. I was like, I am still really sad about this breakup and I don't want to be and I don't think I should be. Like, I don't feel like this is accurate. Like, I don't feel like this is me. And my therapist was like, are you on birth control? And I was like, yeah. She's like, just try to like get off for a few months. I was like, okay. And I got off for like three months and I just felt so much more level. Amazing. I was like, oh, how come, who who was supposed to tell me this? Yeah. it's so crazy. I mean, I could we could I, know. I could do a whole other podcast about the effects of birth control and not that I'm obviously in favor of birth control, but you do you have to find, have to the, find right the right one that's right for you. Yeah. And if you don't, it, it can just change and you in ways my, you never and then imagined. I was telling the story to my aunts and they were like, Oh yeah, we can't touch this stuff. And I was like, Well, this is something you gotta tell me because right. we're like similar people. Yeah. We're biologically similar. Yeah. And you didn't tell me that you can't take birth control. Anyway. Um, so this was like in my, I had a, like a very sad year and I was just like trying to sex it away. Um, and there was one guy I met at a bar and it was just like really fun, great sex. And looking back, I'm pretty sure he was on cocaine, um, <laughs> for most of it. There are a few signs. Yeah, but he's the sta- constant nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was just always like so high. Yeah, he, was he was telling me a lot of really animated stories. Yeah, he was just like, so he's pumped. Just so charismatic. Yeah, yeah, he would like sit down and be like, "Oh, love this chair," and I'm like, "Love your enthusiasm." <laughs> Love your enthusiasm, and I was like, "He's high," and that's probably why the sex is very good. But um, he, 
I, w- I just was always my place, always my place. And then I was like, well, how about you like your place? And he's like, my AC is broke, all of this stuff. And then I was like, oh, he has a girlfriend. Really? Oh, yeah. Um, because it was always my place at like his convenience. And like we were just fucking. We weren't really dating. Sure. But I still felt like shit afterwards because yeah. I was like. Did you find uh, out it really was the girlfriend? Well, girlfriend? then like a weeks went by and I was like, hey, you know, and he wasn't. He was like, hey, like I'm in a thing now. And I was like, you. I'm in a thing. Yeah. You've always it, been in a exactly. thing. Exactly. When it comes that sudden, it's just, it's not. She's always been in Yeah. Thing. I was like, I think maybe, I don't know. There's mm. been a shift, obviously. Right. You can't keep this up anymore is what right. happened. Um, so I guess it was, I guess, a form of stashing in that, yeah. like, I don't think anybody knew about me. Right. And we were just fucking, like, I wasn't looking to meet his whole sure, thing. But, but at the same time, like you said, even if you have it in the contract, there's still some level of like, okay, hold on a minute. I'm in control of this, not you. It's still sort of yeah, makes there, you feel yeah, shitty. There was like, like, wait a minute. I didn't sign on for this. There was definitely a yeah, disrespect that yeah. I was like, oh, exactly. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I don't <laughs> think I've ever... Can I have I ever felt like I've not met people's well for me I feel like at first back when I was doing stand up a lot I was just getting mixed up in like dumb fuck buddy situations with other comedians which is obviously like tragic and then so then to that extent it was like but they couldn't stash you because you all had the same friends exactly and that's what was interesting about it like and for them oh they find a way it was (laughs) it was obvious that like it was only sort of a fuck buddy thing. And sometimes I was fine with that. And sometimes it did sort of haunt me in a way just because you wanted, it was like, you know, you want, you want it to be a thing or you think you want it to be a thing. But I think if they would have said, yes, let's have it be a thing. I would have been like, ew, ew. But, um, but yes, we were, of course, we're not like out there holding hands at open mics, but at the same time, I mean, it's a small community. It's a gossipy community. So people knew. So I never felt I guess I, I never felt that way. Very like, oh my God, you're not telling anyone about us. It was like, I don't care if anyone knows about us. I'd rather people not. And also people do. And and then like later on when I was dating non-comedians finally, thank fucking God, I don't, I never got serious enough with anyone, I guess. Like I never saw any, um, anyone enough times to where I was like, oh, it's weird. I've never met your friends. It's mm-hmm. like, thank you for not introducing me to your friends. Like mm-hmm. we've gone on three dates. Yeah, but I have a friend that has, like, a cautionary tale in that, like, she was dating another comedian, and he was like, let's just keep it quiet because, you know. Comedy, like, we don't want it yet. In any career, it's like, we don't want people talking about us. Mm -hmm. We don't want this to hurt or help us. We want us to be, you know, separate entities in every way. So let's keep this hush. But in the meantime, he was just, like, fucking a bunch of people. Um, So like, she thought they were, like, exclusive. Yeah. yeah. It it was, like, it was, like, a tactic to, like, keep it it a secret. He's, Mm -hmm. like, telling every girl. Like, Like, yeah, Yeah. he was, like, there's going to be a great benefit to nobody knowing that we are together. And, like, he found, you know, he had his And the benefit will be I will fuck other women. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, like, you know, yeah. So I'm dating a comedian, and I have been for a while. We're in the same field. We're both comedians. And, um, I like announced, I like, I was like, we're dating, (laughs) um, just to, to fuck, to, to call it what it is. Like, I'm not, especially cause I'm a very open person. Like, uh, you know, it's why I gravitated towards stand up in the first place. It's Mm -hmm. like, here's my private life. What do you guys think? Um, 
So I feel good about doing that. Yeah, absolutely. But I think once you're dating, it's okay to have it public. I right. understand keeping quite a few guys just like had sex one night after you were both oh, just sure. trying to be like, we, not everyone needs to know. But once there's like a commitment involved, then yeah. I feel like it needs to be. A hundred percent. Then yeah. you do need, that's where it was in your friend's cautionary tale. Yes. Yeah. Probably should have been a yeah. red flag. But then. Yeah, they were, they were, it, yeah, like, it had been like months ugh. to a year. And I was like, you got to. To like, a year? Something like that. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, no. I know she's doing Uh-oh. great now but I, oh clearly get rid of that fucker yeah <laughs> yeah um all right Liz let's get into your ghosted story first sure. we want to contextualize you for people so they can envision you in their mind's eye okay and if just for some reason they don't have access to the internet it's a very complicated you know unusual scenario where they could listen to this yeah. podcast without the internet but yeah. don't have access to google let's say it's true who would play you in the lifetime movie about you fascinating who do you get it's hard because there's just so many all actresses are like too thin. <laughs> um, you know, I want someone that has a little bit of me. Sure. Um, who would play me? We're no help in this Wait, I either because I, I have someone. I have a horrible time like being like, oh, you're that person. Yeah. You have someone? Go. Would Alex Kingston from ER? <gasps> Ooh, is. we have the but same like, look, but yeah. Like, yeah. As she is. Yeah. But we do have a similar look. I think it's like the curly red hair. I mean, probably like um, a young Bette Midler. <gasps> okay. Like in Who her 20s. That? I know. Oh my God. Yeah. I can totally see that. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I love so that. Much. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, let's get into your ghosted story. Okay. Um, first, though, so many setup <laughs> segments. Give us a little bit of the context of your dating life and how the story is going to fit okay, in. You I know, will, so for we sure. know. And then also, from what I understand, the story you're going to share is not a traditional ghosted story. It's one of our, what we like to call a scary dating story, right? Yeah. So I had like this sad period after my first breakup where I also, I was a virgin through high school. I had sex with like one guy before my college boyfriend. So I I was also eager and excited to have a lot of sex with sure. a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a virgin until I was 25, so you're fine. Here. Yeah. You're fine in this craft. Yeah, just take your time. <laughs> There's no rush. It's going to no be great no matter what. You're going to have lots of no, unfulfilling it's gonna be, sex the rest gonna of your life. It's going to be fine no matter yeah. what. Like, uh, let's not oversell it. Like, you're not going to come, and it'll you'll feel weird after for a little bit. But it'll yeah. be over. Right. It'll be something. But that's yeah. the thing I didn't realize in my relationship that I had had been having bad sex for like three years I, I just oh, didn't know I mean you know it's good to you because yeah. you don't know any better exactly. so it's like having a lot that. of sex and I had a joke early on I like started comedy doing stand-up that like uh I had a joke that was like I get the blues which is like when you have an iPhone and your screen's just blue <gasps> blue blue so blue genius. blue so funny. um meaning that it's just like all you and there's no response from <laughs> the other person because that was definitely me because if i feel it i you know like sure. if i feel something i, I tell you so if i'm like i want to see you <laughs> like um so i did a lot of that um and it was fun like some casual sex again like i didn't really care right saying that you were talking about like the reality of any of these guys being like, let's be serious. I would have been like, no, no. Right. <laughs> um, but it is, it's the chase. It's the trope of the chase. And you're like, oh my God, if you could just give me a crumb. And yeah, and he yeah. gives you one and you're like, yeah. And well, it's also the fantasy of this person that you invent. Right. That isn't that person. So then if you were At to all. date that person, be confronted with the actual person. You'd be like, oh, like, this guy's oh, kind of this is shitty. a garbage person. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's just fun to just yeah. like fuck. I, I oh. love I love seeing like different apartments in the city. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was Absolutely. just yeah, just to like be in t- uh, someone else's space. Right. It was really fun. Um, 
So I I met my current boyfriend in an open mic. We found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So magical. Yeah. And he, I had a crush on him immediately. And then he had a girlfriend. And I was like, all right, fine. Um, I'll just keep fucking these fuckheads, whatever. (laughs) Um, And then he, and then I found out he didn't. Um, like that they broke up and so like I waited like a week and then we were at the same mic and then we went to the same party <laughs> I waited a week morning period. Well, <laughs> yeah I waited I sat there but no I didn't but I like approximated I saw him at the same mic and I was like well it's like been some time and they weren't together a long time because you know you don't want to be the rebound bitch sure. so um, we hooked up we fucked <laughs> um, and it was one of those things it's just so great when like I'm very much like we don't have to like talk like we're gonna fuck tonight like don't worry about it like it's in the bag like right, you know we right. don't ha- like there's no you don't have to give me the song and dance yes yeah. um so it was like that kind of thing and we had sex it was great we went to the, the movies the next day like hung out for you know like the I don't want to you know when you don't want to leave their yeah. company mm-hmm. you're just sort of like let's something. go to a movie yeah. yeah let's go anywhere whatever yeah. so like that, that happened um and I was like oh man this is great I really like this guy. And then he, I, he got, we both got kind of spooked at like how intense we felt. Oh, it's another kind of ghosting. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a, a spooky emotion. So we got Surprise kind of, emotion. so like we would fuck every once in a while, but then there was a time for like, I don't know, maybe like a month we didn't really talk. Just because you both were feeling like, I don't know if I'm in the place for a relationship and this is way more serious than I'm ready to and that's, come to terms with. And that's how it's articulated now looking back. But at the time, we were, I was just like a... I don't know. It, like this connection was very strong. And then we just like didn't talk for a month. And that was both coming from both sides it wasn't like you were like where is he i was like, a little bit more like come on where are you okay got and it. then when he didn't reply a few times i was like okay fine well his loss that's right. a bummer you right. know right and then we reconnected started fucking again it was great how did you reconnect did he reach out or did you just see each other again at like i don't open know um I think we probably saw each other and then we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, remember you? Yeah, here's that energy I was feeling. Yeah, um, let's fuck, basically. Uh, And then, so then it kind of, we had the reconnection. We started fucking pretty regularly. And then New Year's came and... I was with my friends, and then I got a text from him that was like, come meet me. I want to fuck your brains out. I was like, sounds nice. great. <laughs> Love That's that. a solid offer. Yes. I was like, happy new year. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> this has been going on, then you'd met him and started so, hanging out with him yeah, for like... So for a time frame, we had been like on and off fucking with that month in between for like a span of five, six months. Okay. Oh, but, uh, but you're seeing other people at the same time? And we were yeah. clear about that. Okay. We were like, look, we, we both have different, we both have dance cards. Um, and then I was more honest. I was like, look, you're like number one on my dance card, you know, like you're the, the better fuck of, (laughs) of these guys. And like, I just enjoy your company more. Um, so maybe I also, I think me being a little very open about that kind of freaked him out too. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I was like, I really like you. (laughs) So, oh, you think you freaked him out by, okay, got it. By being forward. I thought you meant for a second, you freaked him out by being honest that you were also seeing other people. And he was like, no, I think we both kind of, we both felt secure. And he had just gotten out of a relationship. Totally. So like, exactly. So I was like, you want to fuck everybody just like I do. Like, and we related in that way. That was like, we're both kind of in the same place right now where we are enjoying fucking other people 
people and like right. other people's company and stuff. Um, so then New Year's came around and he was like, let's fuck. And I was like, sounds great. So I left my friends and I went to um, this bar where he told me to meet me. And this other guy offered me Molly and I was like, sure, it's New Year's. Yeah. I've only done it like two, three times well, in my life. Uh, well, that's when I had to do it. Exactly. Do it. And I was like, yeah, just a small, moderate amount. So <laughs> I take the Molly and then I he arrives um, and like I see him for like a minute and then we like I get a drink. I come back and he's like all over this other girl. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fuming. Um, yes. Physical reaction to that. That's the worst. And feeling. so I was like, I can do I have options. Here are my options. I could just leave. And just like uh, like call this yeah. the end of this, um, or I could go talk to him. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna go talk to him. Well, also because he brought you there away from your friends. Yeah. Like that's the thing that's annoying. And, on New Year's. and I'm so mad and upset, and like I'm on Molly. So like imagine, <laughs> imagine, which is a hard feeling to have while you're on Molly. Exactly. I was like, he's lucky I'm on Molly <laughs> because I would have been so much more upset. Um, so like I do the whole, I go over to him and I like tap him. I was like, can I talk to you for a minute? And like the girl immediately gets it. She mm-hmm. like gave me the respect. She's like, oh, okay. I see. And then like, she left and I was okay. like, yeah, Good we got it. Her. Yeah, exactly. I was like, thank you for not being awful. Um, and then I just like bitched him out for 45 minutes. Ooh. I was just like, this is insanely disrespectful. Yeah. Like not you know, I know that we're not exclusive. I know we're not anything. But you specifically at, invited me here on a holiday. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a holiday. But, you know, it's, New Year's Eve is bad enough already. I hate yeah. New Year's Eve. Exactly. I, I was like, this is just like, a heightened thing. A this is just yeah. so shitty. Like, yeah. how could you be this disrespectful? Like, is this really who you are? Like, what's going on? Um, so I just bitched him out for a long time. Um, Did and he just listen a lot? Like, was he? Yeah, he got it. Okay, <laughs> okay good. Uh, yeah, halfway through, he felt like I could feel, I could like see the shift that he felt like a shithead, and I was like, good, I got through to him. Thank God. And then, um, what a magical moment. Yeah, and then I like got in a cab, went home alone, which is like oh, obviously wow. now so power move. I love it. Such mm. a power move. Um, were you though at that point? Were you doing it from a place of I want to purposely do this power move, or were you not even in the mood to like fuck him anymore? I was I mean I think it was a combination yeah I was like I cannot like this guy does not deserve sex tonight right. yeah right let alone sex with me right <laughs> right yes. um yeah I was like I can't do that I can't like of course I want I was on Molly yes. <laughs> I like took the Molly knowing that I was gonna have sex that night right so it's like okay so I just went home and then the next day was awful because I was like coming down from Molly right. and just like so mad and upset of course and then I didn't talk to him for like three weeks wow and so he, he had job? yes okay. like a few times so much like he would like see that I had a show somewhere and be like oh you got this sh-, you know just like trying to like talk to me mm-hmm. were you bump actually bumping into each other at all in those no three weeks? okay no i didn't see him okay. then th- three weeks we were on the same show uh, that's how it happens see that's how they get you um and then he was very sorry and apologized profusely and was like let me just like take you to ice cream after this show and i was like i do want ice cream <laughs> like you got me yeah <laughs> god damn it it's like fine um so then we got ice cream and my friends tell me not to like tell this story very often because it's like this never happens in that like a guy's a fuckhead and then he really comes around that's so funny but like (laughs) he stop spreading the false hope yeah yeah, my friend jasmine pierce shout out she always (laughs) says that she's like don't tell people this because it's like not what people do because it is reinforcing that idea that all women i think and that he'll change for me yeah he's gonna change i can make him change but i think um but also guys can make 
just a stupid mistake. Yeah, he was super drunk. Like, um, that doesn't excuse anything. Like, what was his excuse for that? He didn't have one. He was like, there is no excuse for what I did. I was just really drunk. And I, I, again, looking back, like, I think he was just trying. He had just gone out of a relationship. Like, I guess it was six months. But I think he was just scared of, like, how real the thing could be. Right. Um, which like looking back, we've assessed that was what it was. Cause I also pulled some shitty moves to him. I would like cancel like nothing that bad, but I would like mm. cancel on him and go with someone else. Right. And like, he was kind of aware of that and like, all right, fine. Like we okay. both were, so you both had mild bad behavior. Yeah. yeah. Um, mild offenses, but sure. hit, that was obviously like a, well, fuck. Do, yeah. do you well, want, right. That yeah. was like a felony. Yeah. It was For a, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, and then we just started seeing each other like pretty casually and it did take obviously a long time for me to like fully trust him. So you, at that point you were seeing each other, but still casually and that you were still seeing other people or just that now you're exclusive, but you maybe you weren't using, I guess like for the first weeks we were probably not exclusive technically, but neither one of us really pursued anyone else. Mm -hmm. Um, so we were like dating for a few weeks and then his phone died. Um, which like, this is a kind of weird form of ghosting in that like he couldn't, I couldn't text him. I couldn't reach him. So he, you knew though that his phone died or was it confusing yeah, at first? No. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he like Facebook messaged like my phone's dead. I don't, and that, it's going to take me some time because like his contract, I don't know. He just right, like, right. Need, sure. need, you can't just like turn around and get a new $700. Exactly. Phone, yeah. So he needed like a few weeks to get a new phone. Um, so, and that actually it was just so romantic. It was insane <laughs> because he had to like call me from pay phones. He had my phone number memorized. It's uh, actually he, really, that like gave me like sort of butterflies. I was like, oh my God, it, like, it, stopping on the street corner. He, he, he said one time, like he was at, in like a sad open mic and he wanted to text me and he couldn't because he didn't have his phone. And he's like, so I just had to like sit with that feeling. Which is like what pe- people don't experience anymore. You just right. like you miss someone. You're like, I miss you, and then mm. it's the it's released. But like, I was like, Are, were you yearning for me? Like, <laughs> like, uh, um, yeah. And he just had we just had to like sit with these feelings and then like wait to tell each other things that we felt or thought of, oh like people God. used to Can do. You imagine it's crazy. It's like the olden days. We would like he'd be like meet me at this bar and we just had to meet there. Like <laughs> no, like I'm running late. I'm in the back. Nothing. Did you find that you were more on time? Yeah. Because of that? Yeah. We were both. Seriously? Yeah. It was, it heightened everything. And then I, my buzzer also was broken. So he would have to like throw shit at my window. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is insane. This is fairy tale? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And Should I was we like. we all stop using technology? <laughs> yeah. Is that the key to like anything that's wrong in our lives? Well, it also, beca- if you really want to reach somebody and it's hard to now. Um, it makes it seem more special. Then. Exactly. And yeah. I was like, this guy's calling me a lot and it's hard for him to call anybody right now. Yeah. You know? And like, he's like calling me from his grandma's. I had to call him back and his grandma answered. And I was like, wow. Um, so, I, yeah, I guess it was like during that time that I was like, this guy where I kind of changed and I was like, this guy's like kind of pretty serious about he's it. He's putting in, yeah. Yeah. The effort for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we've been together for like two and a half years now. What do you think would have happened if he hadn't, if his phone hadn't died, though? Do you yeah. think that contributed? I mean, do you think you would have ended up together anyways? Or do I you think that do. that just like escalated, like made it happen I, faster? It certainly escalated it. And it just, um, 
Uh, yeah, like that's a good question because it's like what else would have solidified my the trust that was lost, right? Um, if not that, right. I don't know. I assume something because you know it it's been going strong since, right? But I don't know what that would have been. Do you ever? Okay, I have a couple of questions. Can you clarify what I mean? Whatever, not that necessarily matters. It was like ridiculous, no matter what. But when you walked in on him at that party and he yeah. was all over another girl, like, were they actually making out? Were they just, no. like, canoodling? Canoodling. Like, he was just kind of, like, yeah, just flirty, yeah. flirty. He, yeah, touchy. just mm-hmm, yeah. super flirty, like, trying to, like, get her to dance with him. And Got I was it. like, why is this, why is like, he dancing happening? with this yeah. woman? Right. Yeah, there wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, like, a hard. And it doesn't have to be. I was just curious. No, I was just no, curious, yeah, like, to get level. the image, I understand, yeah. of yeah. what I saw. I wanted <laughs> to envision it. I wanted to pretend I was, I was there. Yeah. And then... Do you ever bring, I mean, obviously, like you said, you kind of had to rebuild from that and like that he wouldn't pull shenanigans like that again. Did you, do you ever still, does it ever still come up as ammunition in a fight for you? No, no. Because I feel like, and I've talked about this with my friend who's also in a a pretty good relationship. It's like, you can't, you can't approach any fight and bring up the the last one. Definitely. That's really um, a red flag as to the relationship. I was like, if you guys are keeping tabs like that, that's not it. It's like, Mm. you take every new situation like it's a new situation. Um, So no, not really. And even now, because we both do comedy, um, and like he was away for the summer for a writing job okay so he was gone for like three months and like we're both you know we both just like like sex a lot so um i i went out to see him halfway through but like then we opened up the because like in february it's gonna be three years it's a long time and so we like we're open to like the open relationship yeah at this point um because it's like yeah it's fine if you're going to like, but in both of your careers, sort of like that's part of it, like traveling and totally. being apart and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm interested. I mean, now this is going to be a whole other podcast. Do you think, was that something that you had to come to be open to? Do you think it's always been something that you were like, oh yeah, this is fine if it would happen? Or do you think just being in this very specific situation with him, you were like, okay, I get it. I get why this could be something. Yeah. I works. think, yeah. At first I was like, how can people do that? But now I'm actually in a relationship and I fully trust him. And I appreciate the honesty of like, I want to have sex with this woman. Can I? More than him just obviously just doing it. Right. And I feel like people um, are, don't want to open it. I don't know. There's like that fear of like, well, what if he what if he fucks someone and falls in love with yeah. them? It's like, well, if he's going to fall in love with someone else, it was going to happen. Then he's going to fall in love with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. Has it or have you already opened up the relationship? Or are you just sort of talking about what it would look like? The last week he was out there. Um, like I was home in Orlando with my family and I'm glad my sister is there to like talk me now because he was like hey there's this girl here's who she is she knows about you can I have sex with her before like we get home and I was like because you know we talked about being open I was like yeah we talked about it but like we didn't talk about the rules right, right, right. I was yes, there's a lot to like lay out yeah I was super resistant I was like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um and then I talked to my my sister talked me through it she's like well let's break it down if you said yes like then what? Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah. That feel if like? you said what no, would... then what? Like, yeah. like what are these yeah situations yeah. going to look like? Um, and she was like, well, let's say you say no and he doesn't anyway. Like, would you break up with mm, him? Yeah. 
And I was like, I mean, yeah, because of the dishonesty, yeah. but not because of the like the actual act. She's right. like, so why don't you let it bother you that exactly. think of him having like emotional sex with a girl, but just right. Yeah. And she's he like, well, then why don't you just let him do that? And I was like, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I think you're just, uh, you know, it's him first. And, like, I think you'd prefer it be you first. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Just because he was experimenting in the open relationship before you got a chance to. Yeah, because there's never going to be, like, a date that's like, and today we are open, you know? Right. It's like he, a situation presented itself to him first, and that's how it happened. So I was like, yeah, fine. I'd rather say yes to you when I can and when it really doesn't matter because there will be times when I can't do that. Yeah. So I was like, Yeah. yeah, that's fine. And... I also was like the only way I can know how I actually feel about it is if he goes if he does that's it. That's true. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, true. go ahead and do it. And then he came back. I was like, how was it? He's like, it was fine. She's like 23. She doesn't know what she's doing yet. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fine. And so we're not like open while we're both in the city. It's right. just a situation of like, yeah, long like if term distance. Yeah, or like yeah. six weeks is a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And like he was so sad and lonely out there he was and i think again back to when we first started dating part of how we initially connected is like when we get really sad we look to sex and it makes us feel better so like i totally understand like you're completely isolated out there you left your friends and family to go do this job like i get why masturbating isn't cutting it like you want company like i understand um yeah and i so he did it i asked him about it and then like i haven't thought about it since great yeah and have you thought about when it might like of course situation presented (laughs) for you (laughs) yeah yeah it's like it's nice because i haven't had like that initial flirtation in a long time i haven't like pursued it i haven't experienced it so yeah it'll be nice for when that happens i just haven't really been that attracted to anyone else in the meantime especially Mm -hmm. when he's when i like we live together obviously it's just like i know it's not gonna happen anytime soon but it's nice. Like I have a friend that's in an open relationship and she suggested it and she hasn't acted on it. Like she hasn't fucked anybody, but he has. She likes the window of like flirtation and doing it without guilt. Right. She just, that's interesting. Yeah. She's just like, I love the attention. I like, I like doing that and not feeling bad. Yeah. So that's why she presented it. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. We had someone on a few episodes ago who was talking about polyamory. Po- which is polyamorous, yeah. it is. Yeah, and I just was yeah, so that's curious, emotional like, relationships, multiple, that right? Yeah, that sounds what do you, insane. What's your take on that? It does, right? Like, I just think it sounds like I, I, I would have a very hard time emotionally coping with that for sure. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I like mean, having actual relationships that are as and you know, and of course, and anyone you know listening who is polyamorous, of course, I mean, I would sound ignorant even speaking to it it's exactly and like you know but kind of the hierarchy of relationships but still it Mm -hmm. is much different than open relationship because even though you have sort of like your main relationship the other relationships are still relationships it's not just like one-offs and Mm -hmm. yeah i think that would be very tricky yeah super tricky um yeah again on insecure they cover it because like there's a guy in an open relationship and then like he has like an emotional connection with somebody outside of it and it's like well what happens when that happens right um but again, it's just, it's like, we're just very uh, articulate with each other right. about what the situation is. Like, he, like, described how we met her, who this was, and right. that, you know, I'm not going to see this girl again. Right. This is just, like, a, a one opportunity. We talked about wanting to do this. Can I do this? Right. 
And I was like, yeah, I mean, I respect all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's important, though. And also, it's like, you, you know, I just met you today, but you seem like somebody who's like, is very in touch with their emotion, is very yes. able to immediately articulate what's happening. Yes. And I think I'm not that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I couldn't do an open relationship because I would say one thing and then six months later feel differently about it and I not you. be able to do that. But that's what I think. Yeah. So when it works, it works. And if you guys have that sort of dialogue between the two of you and you're both connected to your emotions and why he's doing it. Yes. Then I think that's great. Then mm-hmm. go for it. I think yeah. that's really good. And that's what I think is good about the month that you guys are apart or the time afterwards. Like you did so much right where I think like immediately you address the situation where you were just like you didn't try to pull any like power move shit of like I'm just going to leave and then he's just going to wonder why I'm upset like you confronted him and you're like mm-hmm. I'm upset this is why I'm upset this is why what you're doing is shitty right. mm-hmm. this right. is why I, you don't deserve he, this right. and now I'm leaving right right. and then when he did try to contact you you were like I'm just not ready for this you really hurt me I'm not doing this and then yeah. when you did connect it was like a slow to come back yeah, yeah. and I think that's exactly yeah we've been honest about how we feel from the beginning Yeah, and I think that's just really the key Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be like, I'm not feeling good about what who what you did. Right. Right. Yeah. And it sounds like he's pretty good at expressing emotions. Oh, like yeah. Chatting about mm-hmm. emotions, mm-hmm. which is great, which mm-hmm. is the, which is key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, we're not like going crazy, op- like open, but right. it is. And I like tell my friends about I was like, so we're like kind of open now. And it's I'm so not a big deal in 2017. They're like, yeah, yeah me too. Right. I'm like, OK, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would be able to come with something new to brunch. Yeah, but I guess exactly. Not. <laughs> I was like, that's not news. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's fine. Yeah. I think it would be hard in the same city. Like, I know people yeah. who are just yeah. open. And I don't, always, know, I don't like, want to. Like, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that seems weird. But yeah. I think if it's like, yeah, if it's those situations, I'm like, oh, I, I couldn't do it. But I think I get it. Yeah. It's super situational. And yeah, yeah, even like my sister's engaged. And like, I, we, you know, she's the one who talked me through it. And um, she's like, yeah, I don't think he would be okay with it. And it just comes from some people have different insecurities, and yeah. it, you know, right. And it's not wrong to to want monogamy. Obviously, right. like it's mm-hmm. just whatever works. Right. Fine. Everybody gets to build their own unique relationship. Absolutely, yeah. that's what it is. It's like you just need to create something new with this person. That's what the relationship is, and then yeah, yeah. And that's why even like. Yeah, with like Kevin Hart publicly apologizing for the affair and stuff. Do you guys see that? It's like, yeah, who knows? Like, and like you know, Beyonce, Jay Z, Jay Z mm-hmm. has had sex with other women. It's like right. you don't know what kind of like personal agreement they have. Sure, right? Yeah, like uh, they. I mean, according to a Lemonade, I think there wasn't an agreement. <laughs> but Lemonade, but I also could have. Lemonade is, you know, they they use their albums to create a narrative of their marriage sure. that may or may not be true. That's true. Um, and I think that was more of like a you know, for, for black women that are disrespecting like a whole stance right. and stuff. Right. We don't know how personal or not personal it was, but yes, it's like, but then see, and I haven't been following the entire Kevin Hart thing. Yeah, I mean, me obviously either. has his wife been speaking? In any I haven't really, f- I've just seen the headlines that are like, I guess somebody like bribed him with a sex tape that was made with someone he had an affair with. Got it. And they were like, we'll release this. And he was like, don't release it. I'm going to apologize. Right. I cheated on my wife. Right. It's true. You right. know, I haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it. But also, but it's like, that is probably like, the only person he needs to apologize to is his wife. Right. I know. That's why the public thing yeah, is so Yeah, you don't so need so to bizarre. apologize to the that's, public. Yeah. Right. You don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not owed anything. I feel like heart. that's in, more embarrassing. I don't. Yeah. I feel like the whole thing's like, I mean, public life, I don't want it. Um, 
like I do want to do comedy, but I want to be in the writer's room. Like yeah, I don't want to yeah. be on screen. I don't want a lot of people to know who I am right. and what I'm doing because it just sounds like you a don't want to be at a nightmare. point where anyone would care who you're having sex with, right? Or the public would that care. much. Yeah, imagine? yeah. Brutal. It's terrible. Um, and I just like to point out that the entire time we've been recording this podcast, we've had on pause the A and E Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson. <laughs> did he do it special? We can have that be the next topic. Oh because I have God. opinions. Aaron has some hot takes. I do. I do too. So that's a good teaser. We should talk about that next week. Right. I like cool. that. I'm, I'm into in. it. Do it. Liz, you are a delight. I'm so glad that it all worked out with your boyfriend. Yay. Thank you. I was really nervous at first when I heard the whole New Year's Eve. Yeah. Night when that we all laid were. Out. There were twists yeah. and turns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. Uh-huh. Um, so where can people learn more about you? You're at Jokes McGee. Yes, on Twitter. That's Jokes cute. McGee. I couldn't believe it was available. So, I, I, My I, last I, name is McGee. A treasure. I was so excited. Um <laughs> I also get that sketch group I mentioned earlier, All Female Reboot. That's, that's on so Twitter funny. and that's on Facebook too. Right. We're doing sketch shows, we're doing videos, we're gonna all female reboot all. the whole world. All platforms. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's great. Um, well, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank on you. This early great. Sunday morning. Yeah. For more ghosted stories, the ones that end in actual ghosting and despair, which is why we come here, right? For the despair. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate it. And feel free to leave us a review. We appreciate that too. And as always, email us, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Send us your ghosted stories. Send us your dating horror stories, your scary dating stories, and your dating questions, concerns, and we'll read them on a future up. We'll see you guys next week. All right, boo. Boo.